It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, just been told that uh, £41 owed by the mortgage company. What are you going to spend it on? Probably a cheeky Chinese. Made my own chow mein last night. It's very nice. Won't cover it, will it? It's like on Pointless when they say what you're going to spend the prize on. Sometimes the prize is like 500 quid. At one point, because you know how Pointless works with the prizes. You, it yes. It builds up until yeah, someone yeah. wins it. So right. it could be massive. It can okay. be 20 grand. Yeah. But it can only sometimes be 500 quid. Depends on your timing. Yeah. And then, but they'll always, before the Pointless round at the end, they'll always say, and what the are you prize spend is the cash on? X amount. Of and like the other day, no joke, mm. it was like 500 quid. And the two people were like, yeah, probably go on a nice holiday with all the family. Where are you fucking going? How big's your family? You couldn't even go to Butlins. No. Uh, awful. Awful amount yeah. of money. To, yeah, too, too little. You'd have to add it to the pile, I suppose. I would probably just say, I just want the pointless trophy. Yeah. It feels demeaning <laughs> to win 500 notes. Oh, that work. On a BBC quiz I'll show. the day off for this. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Just, uh, you told me to watch that TV show about the wasps. Oh, yeah. We got the rights to use the dialogue from it. <laughs> Just sounds like a big fart. Yeah. Uh, it's Luke Pitcher. Hello there. I'm Pete Donaldson, joined by Luke uh, Moore, and it is a Thursday, so that means battery brands and your emails and all kinds of stuff, really. Yeah, and can I just say, I don't, I actually am a fan of pointless generally. Okay. It's just the prize that annoys me. I don't think, any, uh, you're happy to put the boot into Jolene the Jing Jang Jong man on the last well, show. Well, I didn't put the boot, uh, the boot into him. But but pointless is off off the uh, off the table for Luke Moore's. I'm a fa- listen, What would I what can I say? I'm a fan of Osman. I'm a fan of Armstrong, <laughs> and I want them to some maybe make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am a fan of theirs. I am a fan of theirs. But generally, is, that's that annoys me that bit. Is Osman? Um, have you read any of his books? I haven't, but I've got a story about Osman. Go on then. It's a very boring one. <laughs> um, I. Would it be fair to say that he inhabits the world of boring, really? It's kind of his Yeah, but thing, he, does it it? In, he does it in an interesting way. What's your favourite chock toffee? I like it when he goes, I like it when he goes, at the start of Pointless, when yeah. Armstrong int- introduces him. Yeah. It's my Pointless friend, Richard. Yes. And everyone claps. Yeah. And I like monitoring how Richard says hello. Right, okay. So occasionally he'll go, hello, hiya, like that. Yeah. And then you know it's going to be a good ep. Okay, so he's, he's what, up for it. So what's the ones when he's decked down? Sometimes he'll just go, hi, and nod. He just fucking puts one finger up. Yeah. No, he's obviously fucking... a nice man. Eat my dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't Eat my long stuff. dick. Presumably <laughs> long dick. <laughs> well, it's probably proportionate. Probably proportionate. Like, I think he's yeah, like exactly. six. Anyway, mm. here's a story about Richard Osman. Mm. And, you know, I hope he doesn't take issue with this. Um, but I was on a national radio station mm-hmm. preparing, preparing my show. And mm-hmm. he was a guest on the show beforehand. 
very nice yes. man. Um, sports Fulham. Mm-hmm. And, and you know he's just clever so like he, he, yeah. he knows quite a lot about football like instant, instantly because he's yeah. quite quite clever and he obviously is very passionate about Fulham and I told him um, indirectly admittedly with some other people around about the ramble and stuff and that we were doing ramble meets episodes and everything mm-hmm. this is way back in the day Yeah, and uh, he said oh yeah no that sounds cool and I said I'd love to get you on because it'd be really interesting to have a fan on and um, got his phone number yeah text him no reply Oh, didn't even reply. I can't. I'm. I think I can't deal with my social obligations. I cannot imagine how famous people deal with them. Would I have replied if it, if it was retur- if it was the other way around? I always think about it like that. If it was the other way around, would I reply? Yeah, I think I would have replied. And if I didn't want to do it, I'd have just said, "Ah, oh, no, uh, yeah, maybe I'll come back to you at some point. I'm a bit busy at the moment, kind of thing." Mm, um, too I, busy. I, I try and be really good with people who DM and people who all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, because they, they get put in different folders now, don't they? So you don't always see them anyway, and the notifications yeah. don't ever come through. But anyway, that I thought was a shame. Yeah. But I still like him. I know someone who went out with him and uh, Samuel Tarly from uh, Game of huh. Thrones. Big guys. That is a big night out. <laughs> Tall guys. Quite literally. Tall big guys. Producer yeah. Rory, who was like six foot ten, he could get involved in that. Yeah. Couldn't he? The trio. Yeah. I like to see them battle to um, the death. Peter, you also, didn't you also have a friend who was engaged to someone famous? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Act- you're all right. I'm doing you. A- doing actor, me. Actor now. Actress. Actress. Okay. I can't remember. Probably. Scream films. No, I didn't know that person at all. Um, what's her name? It was in the Scream films. The main... Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. No, I, I I only met her a couple of times. I thought she had a friend who was engaged to her. I don't remember the friend. I don't remember the friend who was getting engaged to her. Oh, maybe I remember she was around a few times. I remember oh, okay. um, yeah, know... a mutual friend got told off a bit. She told a mutual friend off for being too pissed at a pub. I remember that. Hang on, and I and I clouted her with my um uh uh Dodgem car. But, but this is the thing. This is what listeners don't get. What? I think they're fascinated by it. Mm. But you will say things like. I can't remember. She was hanging around a few times. She was around a few times. A Hollywood actress. Yeah, just hanging Doesn't around. happen to normal people. And secondly, you hit it with your dodgem cup. <laughs> I did, yeah. Clouded I remember that was in Leicester Square, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was in uh, Hyde Park. It was at one of the uh, big uh, festivals. Yeah, okay. But I absolutely bashed her up with my uh, dodgem cup. How did she feel about that? She was in the she car screamed. as well. She went, ah! And, and I had one of those good one. Yeah, I, sc- I remember that movie. screen mask on. Hello, Scream Sydney. if you want to go faster. Yeah. Went, that's the dodge. It's not the dodgems. It's not. It's not how it works. Are well, you thinking of the waltzes? China, China. <laughs> <laughs> Why was she speaking like that, Pete? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Probably, well, she's driving it, at the time. She's, yeah. she's confused. Anyway, yeah. Happy Thursday. Um, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. As always, uh, Peter. What's been going on? What's new? Well, speaking of China, Luke, you haven't watched Yellow Jackets yet, have you? Not watched Yellow no, Jackets yet. Okay, no, move on. No, I've not. Sorry. I'd, I'd like to apologise to everyone too. <laughs> I'm doing a brilliant job of their marketing. Oh. It just sounds rude, dirty old wasp noises. Yeah, um, yeah in China, did you see this about uh, Fight Club, Luke? You, you sent it to me. So I like, did see it because I was the one who, for once, gave you some fun content. Gave me some fun content. Um, there's a new version of Fight Club available to Chinese audiences. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if they weren't around in the 90s or the 90s. Yeah. Um, 1999, I believe. I believe. 99 yeah. is correct. Certainly is. Yeah. I love that film. Great like movie. every teenager. Is it responsible a for a lot of men being dickheads these days, though? Yes. Yes, okay. very much so. That and American Psycho. Uh, they, they didn't yeah. really take anything on board. They, they just thought, this is cool. 
Yeah. And this man's been cool. And especially in American Psycho, it's even more problematic. Why it? are they taking on board those films um, and using those as influences when they could have <laughs> taken on board something like, I don't know, like Batman Forever? <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they could have been vigilantes fighting crime. That's true. All these um, edgelords, all these proud boys. Yeah. Uh, take influence Because that's harder, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. easy to punch down, isn't it? Yeah. On immigrants and shit. Take, take, take uh, influence from, you know, Godzilla. Ant-Man, make yourself really small and run around. <laughs> it's not 90s, is it? What? <laughs> Later. Carry was on. Was there a 90s Godzilla film? Probably. Yes, of course there was. Mass- famously. Was there? Matthew Broderick. Brilliant soundtrack. Terrible movie. It doesn't sound good. None of that sounds good. Are you honestly telling me you don't remember 1998 Godzilla? No, I don't. Uh, kind one, of. One of maybe, the biggest flops sort of. I'm going deeper underground. Is that for that? Oh, yes. yes, it was, wasn't it? He was yeah. running on the cinema seats. Directed Every by time the great... I go on the cinema, I think about running on the seats like uh, Jim Rickway. Directed by the great disaster movie director Roland Emmerich. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. There we go. How do you not remember that? Sorry, away? Luke. Anyway, Sorry. carry on. Anyway, Fight Club's ending for the uh, Chinese release on uh, Tencent Video. Tencent are a big company. They, they do oh, video right. games. They do films they do everything so remind they me what happens minted. remind me what happens in the actual fight club ending well exactly if you've never seen fight club worth watching it's a lovely very 90s late 90s film uh it's a lot of fun it's uh it, it's yeah it's good it's a good film cracker uh that's not telling people how it ends to then give them a juxtaposition to what i'm saying if you've not seen it turn off for five minutes you can enjoy it at your leisure we, can't we, you we're, out, we're outside the um we're outside the um oh, the turn spoiler court. No, spoiler we, man. we said two years Outrageous. this is 23 years ago anyway at the end uh yeah, actually, I don't really want to do it because it seems, ah! seems mean. It seems mean. No, it's not mean. Uh, the, the, the Ed Norton has a alter ego that does not actually exist. Uh, he's seeing him. He's a hallucination, um, uh, and he's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt um, fights like he wants. Like, fight likes uh, Ed Norton, the little worm. Uh, wants to fight. Fucks like he wants to fuck, and yeah. looks like he wants to look. Because Brad Pitt's beautiful. Ed Norton, bit of a schlob. Schlib. But Ed Norton does still look cool. Ed Norton still looks cool. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they start uh, an underground fight club uh, for men to re. Uh, we should do this. Uh, every to sort of re-energize the the, the, the fire inside them and reclaim stuff masculinity, reclaim their yeah. masculinity effectively and so you know again like we said it's a bit problematic and it looked through the lens of now um and so uh <laughs> so so Durden uh so Durden and Norton uh they get together and they create this massive kind of like uh fight fight club and uh everything goes to shit they they start being massive anarchists and at the ending of the film is uh is Tyler Durden uh aka Ed Norton blowing up a big building or knocking it down certainly it's called, isn't it called Project Mayhem Project right? yeah, Mayhem yeah, just yeah. like kind of fuck everything up yeah. uh, basically terrorism terrorism yeah. uh, it's supposed to be by one man effectively yeah. started by one man and uh, and so uh, Tencent the Chinese version um, ends uh, the, the, the film a little earlier before all of the explosions go off by saying uh, the police uh, rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals successfully preventing the bomb from exploding after the trial, Tyler was sent to a lunatic asylum receiving psychological treatment. He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just an end card. And that's just an end card. And the thing that makes you laugh is like, Tyler Durden's not real. Why did he put that at the end of the film? Yeah. Like he could be sent to a... Uh, did yeah. they mean Ed Norton? Or do they just mean Tyler Durden? It seems like Tyler Durden they're sending. While Ed Norton remains in the world, Tyler Durden gets sent to this uh, asylum. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Is that news only just recently come to light? That's what they did. No, I think, they, I think they've only just put it out. I think right, only just right okay, because yeah, beforehand yeah. it was just they wouldn't touch it. Yeah, they just okay. wouldn't put it out. I, I wonder what like um, <laughs> what David Fincher thinks about that, right? Because he's a massive director. Yeah. 
But he, yeah. I mean, he's done, I mean, if you look at the films he's done, like he did Seven, he did Zodiac, he did The Social Network, he did Gone Girl. He's done massive movies. Yeah. I wonder if he, does he, does he just not get a say in that then? Uh, I, I think with the Chinese Communist Party, all bets are off, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll be getting the money, won't he? He don't care. <laughs> but if they did the Luke and Pete show and they censored all the stuff we said, would you, I'll be, actually, I'd be fine with that. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't be much. I mean, if anybody tried to censor anything, we'd, I'm not saying we're the bad boys of podcasting, but we do just well, we dither on about well, nothing. We, we definitely we? are. <laughs> we definitely are. Thank you. You're the baddest, you're the baddest of the bad boys as well. Yeah, the, I am. You're the, main one. You're the Tyler am. Durden, mate. I am. I'm Ed fuck like you want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, crying, just never saw that ever. Never saw that to me again. Crying. You're a soy boy compared to me. Soy boy. I'm the alpha here, aren't I? <laughs> you like to think you are, but you're you're as wet as they come, mate. Wet blanket, me. Wet blanket. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what's been happening in China. I just believe in treating people decently. <laughs> China are on a mad one, aren't they? That's a mad thing. They're having a lovely time. Because everyone's everyone's going a bit wild, aren't they? The reason it's mad to me is because. Um, you know, I know the internet censored and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I, I may perhaps I'm being naive and I don't fully understand the 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 yoke that sadly you know people in China are under. Mm. But is there not a way to find the film if you want to find yeah, the film? Yeah, definitely. Because you know, even under really, I'm not suggesting that China isn't a restrictive regime. It obviously is, but under really like infamous restrictive regimes like uh, North Korea and Africa, Squid, yeah. they still find stuff. They, they still do find a way of getting stuff. Oh, they, they, they had two men I think put to death for um, distributing Squid Games recently. Oh, really? Korea, which is in, uh, just, I mean, can you imagine? Jesus yeah, awful. Christ. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember reading um, uh, that book. I think I might have told you about it before. You might have even read it by now. Um, called Nothing to Envy mm. by Barbara Demick. Right. Uh, it's a really insightful um, book about the North Korean regime. To be fair, it's written in 2009. So it's a while ago now. Yeah. Um, and the resourcefulness of, um, of the North Korean people on these kind of things is actually quite, it's actually very, very um, inspiring. Mm. You know, they, they'll, they'll have radios listening to certain radio stations. They'll have black markets. Where they, because ultimately they have to have black markets because otherwise they're going to fucking starve to yeah. death. But culturally they have a lot of exchange of, of, of cultural kind of um, entertainment as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's really incredible in, in 2021, they're able, 2022, they're able to uh, shroud everything in such darkness. Like nobody... You know, by and large, knows actually what's going on, which is incredible for the for the hermit kingdom. Yeah, it is. To, 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 uh, to anyway, anyway, that is that is. I mean, it's just mad. like you said to you said to me when you um, told me about that Chinese Fight Club ending. The other thing about it that like, is just they're not making an effort, are they? It's not. No. They're not. Tr- they've not well, gone they're to any do, trouble. They're probably doing like they're probably doing ten films in an hour or something. They're yeah, but you told me at some point they would like, they would refilm scenes and put different Chinese actors in it. Well, no, that, like, that's part of that's part of the creation. Of the film's process, so they wouldn't you know do I mean? that. If, post, and if you, yeah, and okay. if you fund it, you see a lot of films like recently, and and, and there's and, and there'll be there'll be scenes set in like Shanghai or, or Beijing and stuff, and you're kind of like, right, why are we here now? There's no yeah. need for this. There's usually a superhero film, and that'll be be because half the act will be um, padded out with with all the Chinese stuff because it's fun, part funded by China because they've got they've got the cash. Is that why that James Bond movie had loads of scenes in Macau? No doubt. Is it really? No doubt, baby. I don't know. No doubt. All right, interesting. Mm. All right, Peter, let's go mm. for a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do battery brands. Got to squeeze those in. There's quite a few of them this week as well. And then we'll do some emails as well. Is that okay all with you? All right, then. Great. Cool. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Join me, Pete Donaldson, and YouTuber Chris Broad as we offer you a taste of life in the most exciting country in the world on our podcast, Abroad in Japan. Whether it's crazy bars, unique vending machines, or tips for learning Japanese, we cover it all. Recently, we even heard a particularly unique chat-up line. While we were chatting, a local Japanese guy in his early 30s made his way over to me and started chatting in broken English. Our chat about general stuff was going all right before he proudly announced... I like big girls. To me, wow. <laughs> to me, with a wink. Truly flattering, <laughs> flirting right there. Search Abroad in Japan wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday and Sunday. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. It is a Thursday, so of course that means battery brands. If you found a battery in a little toy or something, get them over. You may very well uh, have found yourself a new player in the battery game here on the Luke and Pete show. Luke, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you want me to search and you're going to read them? Can you do the search? That'd be course, lovely. Yeah, because you right, don't remember to have a password for the email, no? No. Okay, uh, okay. It's very sexually aggressive, the uh, password. I don't recall. Uh, it's not. <laughs> uh, hello to uh, Louise Casson. Uh, hello, gents. Hope uh, all is well with you in 2022. Big wrestling fans, me and the husband, I have access to. Uh, we've named our spare room home gym the Performance Center. <laughs> I like that. I submit the Yudong, found in our top of the range exercise bike. Keep the nonsense, thanks, Lou. Yudong. So, Louise, you are 
one of the first people to send in a Yudong. Yudong. But the accolade uh, for new player belongs to our friend Jamie Shaw, who sent Yudongs in on April the 5th of last well year. Well done, Jamie Shaw. I, so, I think it's Skank Consolation. I think it's Consolation. Certainly, for people who sent in batteries back in the day, and they sort of oh, they never got featured on the show. Yeah, what a yeah. waste of time! They will be featured. You will get that new player status if indeed you're a new player. So yeah. well done to uh, to him. Yeah, and unlucky Lou. Louise, but keep trying. And for perspective, um, people saying why don't you read that? Why don't you read that? There's currently two thousand three hundred and forty unread emails in the inbox. So. Yeah, but, there, but the problem is, I guarantee all of them will be spam that people find you, it funny. You still got you still got to click through them, mate. Nah, not through on my phone. I just ignore them. See. Have you got them on your phone? You got I did have, yeah. I, 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 I have this box on my phone. It's anyway, who, who's the next one? Next one comes from Patrick uh, Oster, long-time listener, and your Downing Street photocopier correspondent from a few uh, months back. I can confirm that I've since left that job many years ago, and I did not get ambushed by any cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Due to my laziness in life admin, I've failed to send in this potential new player for many months, and I've been listening in with anxious trepidation that someone with better admin skills will pick me to the post. But here it goes. On a trip around Iceland with the Irish lady I have access to. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where are we going to, my dear? Oh, we're going to your homeland. You've, you've spelled it wrong. You went to the wrong place, you idiot. Uh, I came across a battery recycling bin full of Icelandic branded batteries. Hang on, that is That's an absolute windfall. Bin dipping yeah. in the battery world of batteries. Uh, this one definitely feels like a new player. I'm two episodes behind and I will be listening in fear. Um... There seems to be a treasure trove of potential new players in the recycling bin, but we're running late for a whale-watching tour. Hope I've made it to these team battery brethren and not a repeat inbox offender. Is this better or worse than going to the uh, penis museum in Iceland? I don't know. We've both been there, haven't we? We've both Separately. Been there. Separately. Um, so what we're trying to say is that Patrick had an entire bin of batteries to choose from. Just gone through it. And he could have chose any of them. Yeah. And now he's wondering whether the one he chose was a new player or not. Yeah. What's the name of it? Wilma. Wilma! <laughs> W-I-L-M-E-R. Sounds Dutch. Yeah, it's not a new player. Oh, um, fucking hell, Patrick. In, Sorry, mate. Sent in by Ben Holden on the 19th of December 2020. He's called it Finland's finest battery brand. Ah, Wilma. nice. Clearly they're prevalent across Scandinavia. Okay. But unfortunately for you, Patrick, you jeopardise your whale-watching trip for no reason, other than to send us a great story, which we enjoy. But Holden um, to Ben Holden. Yeah, sadly, mm. Ben Holden beat you to the punch, my yeah. friend. Patrick does finish his email. I don't know whether he wrote in later or this was genuinely appended to the end of the email. Uh, three hours and a seasick girlfriend later, we saw no whales. Uh, so look, whales will not be guaranteed. At least you saw the uh, saw the batteries. I went, on saw a, the batteries. I went on a sea safari off the west coast of Scotland once. <laughs> and um, oh, they, they were saying, oh, yeah, you'll probably see whales and dolphins and shit. Mm. And we didn't see any whales or dolphins. Whales but dolphins. But yeah. on the way back, Saw a pair of golden eagles. Nice. Were they holding wings? Which is amazing. Swooping around. Were they holding wings? Yeah, were they sort of swooping around together? Oh, yeah. it would be quite cute. Yeah, they're massive as well. It's great. Yeah. Have you ever seen a golden eagle? No, I've never seen we'll a golden eagle. get on to the next email then. Well, go on, because... Google. Yeah, I've seen one. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw an NFT, if you like. Of cool. a golden yeah, eagle. exactly. Unky yeah. Ben has got in touch here from Utah, the USA, with my second attempt. Utah, to Utah, great. With my second attempt, trying to find a new battery. There's a shop in my neighbourhood that specialises in buying the contents of damaged shipping containers, bundles of abandoned packages, and items that have been returned. But the original merchant, for some reason or another, didn't want to resell. I stopped by last week looking for a deal, and I found a bucket full of these beauties: Camvion AA batteries. They sound exotic. Maybe from a French vineyard. Hopefully they're new players. Camvion. Camvion. I am Cambion. delighted to Yes! Say that's what we're talking about on Ben. I enjoyed this email. Oh. 
but they are new players. Yay! Welcome Unky in, Uncle Ben. a battery. Can be on. Lovely. Can be on. Unky Ben, new player, has entered the game. Hey, yeah. well done, mate. So we got one there in the end, didn't yep. we? If you've got an email with a battery brand in mind, uh, wing it, wing its way like a like a bald eagle, if you will, to hello Lukepeachshow dot Golden Eagle. Uh, yeah, hello dot com. Shall we get under some proper emails before I have to shuffle off? Yeah, let's do it. I've got Ooh, one here from Mo. Do you want to hear this one? Yes, I would please. Mo has sent an email following up on our friend Kyle's conundrum from last week. Yeah, about the scenic commute through the countryside on a bus in the Lake District. Okay, where the guy wouldn't move. He simply <laughs> would not no. move. Um. Mo says, we'll let Mo pick up the story. He says, uh, hi guys, listening to Carl's bus conundrum on Monday show, I thought I'd share my tried and trusted technique when faced with a similar situation. <laughs> Being pretty socially awkward myself, and since I used to always sit on the top deck of buses when I lived in London, maybe this will help. The technique is fairly straightforward. Pretend to ring the stop bell and then move to the bus's lower deck and find a seat there. Right, now, yes. Of course, this is only doable on a double decker. And carries the risk, <coughs> excuse me, of them seeing you on their uh, way down if their stop is before yours, or if you both exit at the same stop. That would be a nightmare. Same stop would be a nightmare. Could you not sort of sit on one of those? Because sometimes on the bus you have uh, uh, seats that um, go both ways. If you know what I mean, yeah. so you can sit on the one furthest, like look staring towards the back look of the, the bus. Yeah. yeah, but he also says, um, "Who cares?" Because you're never going to see him again anyway. Well, yeah. the point is, you are because you're commuting. Yeah. So if you get the same bus every morning, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what's, what what gives? What gives? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I suppose what you could then do is learn where they normally sit and pick yeah. your seat somewhere else. Push them in a canal, kill them. Yeah, probably don't do that. Well, I've been watching too much American Psycho. There are no canals in the Lake District. It's more lakes. All right, Um, in a lake. Easy. Mo finishes by saying, uh, I'm um, re-scenic commutes, and I'll keep this very short. When I lived in Cairo, my commute to work would take me past the pyramids and the Cairo (sighs) Citadel. Come on, that's, that's Which it. was that's great for about a week and they all just blended into the background. Yeah. That said, I would imagine the Lake District would be much easier in my eyes personally. Thanks for the show and keep up the great work. Mo, I mean, we asked for greatest commutes. I don't think we can get much better. Mo has set the bar high at the pyramids. <laughs> I've, I mean, got, yeah. I've got a screensaver uh, for some fucking reason on Windows, Windows 10 uh, and, it's, and it's just a picture of some pyramids and it says, do you know that the pyramids are filled with like little chambers and stuff? And I was like, yeah, everyone knows. That. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's many people who who know what a pyramid is, don't know what they were there for. You know what I mean? Like, no, but I don't. I don't think people do fully know what they're there for, do they? What do you mean? They I mean, they were, they were designed to celebrate a, a, a pharaoh, and 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 the bodies in there, isn't it? So there's got to be some kind of chamber in there, hasn't there? Yeah. What did that person think they were? I don't know. Just a massive, a natural block. little hill or something. Yeah. yeah very bizarre. Yeah. Have you been to the pyramids? No, I've never even been to Egypt. <laughs> it's, oh, it's quite a big. It's it's a big undertaking, but every single person has come back going shit because like it's just people bothering you and camels and shit. It's just miserable. Yeah. It's a miserable tourist. Where trap. would you rather go? Uh, like go back to Japan, please. <laughs> Can't get in. Why haven't you gone to Japan recently? Can't get in. It's been closed for two years. The partner you have access to won't let you. No, it's just been closed for two years. Will she let you though? I want to take her. She wants to go. I'll, I'll, yeah, looking forward to it, but yeah. can't. And it's never going to be open again because. Why do you sound like you're not looking forward to it? <laughs> <laughs> It's never going to oh, yeah. be open again. Never going to be open again. Because they've closed off the country so much, their their um, exposure to the virus is so low that their case numbers are like in the 
low thousands. And like, the vaccine totally. take up has been very low, hasn't it? As well, the vaccine okay. take up has got, got has got up there now, oh, and right. it's certainly been a very quick slow, take yeah, up. Yeah. But um, it, you just get the feeling that um, because the vaccine, because their idea of crisis is two thousand cases, it's they're just never going to open again. Huh. It's a it's a it's a folly, and there are so many people who are waiting to get back in. People who've got houses there, people who are have jobs there, people who have, uh, are going to school there, and they're just not allowed in because they're not Japanese. There was a similar thing with Australia. You know, Australia was very, mm. very, I mean... Um, but they'll let people who have houses and, 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 and no, who actually live their visas, no? You say that. Um, the wife I have access to, one of her really good mates, is Australian, but she's living here. Mm. And she couldn't go and... She had to get... Like a, it took her absolutely ages to get back into the country, even though she was a citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you can still sit through the isolation or whatever, can't you? You can still get in if you're... At one if you're point, a, she had to do that anyway. At one point, yeah. I don't think you could even do that. Yeah. Well, imagine that, but for two years. Yeah. Like, you just can't... You cannot get back in. Yeah. It's crazy. When do you Wild. think you will be returning to the homeland? Uh, 24. I think 2024. That's what you've got penciled in. That's got penciled in. Bloody yeah. hell, that is a long old time to wait. Yeah. When was the last time you went? Uh, two years ago, two years Bloody ago, January. Yeah. All right, let's squeeze one more email in um, mm. uh, from our friend Gary because I mentioned it on Monday that we'd talk about it. It's about Lego. Um, do you want to hear about it? Do you want me to read it? Do you want to read it? No, you read it. You read okay. it. Okay. Hey guys, just listening to Luke talk about the Lego Home Alone house he got for his niece, mm. and I thought I'd chip in. In my mid thirties, uh, and I collect Lego cars. It all started for my tenth year anniversary at work when my boss got me a Lego Porsche. Since then, for birthdays and Christmas and treats in lockdown, the collection has grown and grown. So what makes Lego so expensive when buying it from resellers, I hear you ask? Typically, Lego retire their products, usually one to two years after they bring them out. As you, as you then can't buy these anymore from shops, the only option is Facebook groups or eBay. Usually when something retired, the price is, you know, will double if it's brand new in a box. But even if it's looked after and complete, it's still worth something. Some people use Lego as an investment or retirement fund. So make, Luke, make sure your niece keeps the box safe and one day, even though she's built it, there may be a bit of profit in there for her. Also, as an FYI, Lego have also done a couple of football stadia, Camp New and Old Trafford, um, but I'm waiting for the Tottenham Hotspur one myself. So if you want an idea about prices <laughs> for retired sets, have a look at the BrickLink website. Cheers, guys. Gary. Now, that's really interesting and informative, yep. and I appreciate mm. Gary for getting in touch. Do you ever get the impression that, like, I'm not saying Gary is saying this, but do you ever get the impression that Everything these days has to be a bit of a work. Has to be, oh, you're going to make some money off that. A-B. Well, that, that, that's the big issue with um, NFTs and stuff. Like video games, like Ubisoft have come out and basically said that uh, um, they're, they're very interested in NFTs, being able to resell your fucking hat that you've got on the video game or whatever, and Ubisoft getting a cut of that hat sale. Um, and, and they're very into that. And, 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 and fans are just sort of going, this, this isn't why we play video games and and i think it was square enix i think the japanese company sort of came out um in january their first statement of the year basically said <coughs> yeah well look if you're into video games um for the sake of playing video games and having fun i mean like obviously that's one part of our uh one part of our uh, fandom, but I mean, a lot of it is just people who want to make money out. It's like, yeah. no, you just want to play Whatever and have a saying, bit of a giggle. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like I think the idea that to do something, you get, you have to get something out of it. it has to be part of your fucking portfolio, your grind. Yeah, it's uh, always like rise and grind yeah. culture. It's it's mad, seems, it? it was never a thing when we were younger. Like, no, just like I don't know what I want to do. The only grinding I did was my teeth. Yeah, yeah, because of anxiety. <laughs> Pete, do you want to buy my PUBG um, character's cod piece? Have you got a cod piece? Nah. Uh, At the yeah. moment, I'm rocking a vest. Yeah. Uh, com- comfortable Police trousers. level three armor. And uh, no, you have to. You can't buy that. No. You have to get that in the game. You got to find that. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's an unfair advantage. But I've got a nice little beanie hat. <laughs> oh, very nice. And a, and a gold chain. 
<laughs> wow, you look like a member which of catches, GLC. Which catches the light when people are looking at me right. and gives my game away. Yeah. Still wear it. Still wear it, mate. Still wear it, mate. I'm, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I, had a win the, I, I had a win the other night. Did you? Yeah. A win the other night in the snow, baby. I find it incomprehensible that you uh, are able to win that yeah. game. It's so difficult. I've got a squad, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. We've got, we got three three in there. Three as, boys as in the four squad. of us as well, yeah. All right. But in PUBG, if you're doing four-handed, if you've only got three, they give you a random for four. Oh, do they? Right. So you always give a squad of four generally. Well, you know, look, give us the heads up. I'll try and position myself to you be your fourth. I'm not being the medic, though. Fuck that. Oh, mate, it's great when you've got a medic. Anyway, that's boring. Let's get out of here. If you do want to play PUBG with me, hit me up in the DMs. And if you've got a good username and a good level rating, I'll consider you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, hit me up if you want to play. I'm up for it. Uh, uh, Pete, we'll be back on Monday, won't we? We hope our listeners have a lovely weekend, presumably. Don't just look after yourselves, all right? What weekend? I don't worry about you. To everyone listening here, what weekend, number weekend out of 10 would you like them to have? I'd like them to have a nine. Uh, knock it out of the park but there's I'll, hope for more to come yeah I'll, I'll sort of give you what my mam told when I said I had Covid for the second time uh, my mam said let's have a look here don't like the sound of that sun have you got plenty of inhalers um, I can't believe you've got it again uh, make sure you uh, get a get a big coat <laughs> I've got to get a big court. Yeah, you should. Load, Look yeah. after yourself yeah. good, mama, good mama advice yeah. there inhalers and a big coat stop eating crap yeah, well, I agree with that one. Oh, she endorsed my purchase of a of a air fryer. She was really well excited by that. She loves small ovens. Yeah. She's obsessed with like. That's she, why she, she has to do the roast for like, Christmas. Exactly. She's got to have tiny. She's got this tiny convection oven in in uh, on top of the surface, and all she talks about is how good that oven is because it's so efficient and it cooks everything so quickly. It's um, like fine for those listening. Pete came into the office this morning um, with a sausage and gherkin sandwich that he'd made at home. I for, think for I brunch. I think I ate like Shrek. It, it was it's weird seeing you Shrek-y, do that. Shrek-y I'm only ever used to seeing you eat stuff out of packets, so it's weird yeah. to see you with a homemade sandwich. Well, I'm just trying to sort of lose a bit of timber, um, but I just but it's just hard when you're out and about, isn't it? You yeah. make the wrong decisions. Yeah, it's and I didn't fucking realise that oat milk has pretty thought. much the same fucking calories as normal milk. Get fucked. Yeah, I thought that watery nonsense was fucking better for me calorie wise I'm not Rubbish. one to talk um, so yeah in summary Pete if you're, those of you who are listening the kind of weekend Pete would like you to have plenty of inhalers a big coat oatmeal get yourself an air fryer yeah. and we'll see you on Monday <laughs> bye bye Can Pete Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.